Garden of Eden as an accuser of the brethren, as an accuser or a deceiver, you will not see him as a powerful being he is today Amen. in Christian minds. I understand because first mention remains first mention. He will always be that. Yes. I'll say it again. I'm using this, I'm, I'm using the enemy, the devil, as an example. Okay, friend? And I'm not sorry to use that, but I'm also putting things in perspective now. If you see the enemy as a deceiver, one that lies in the beginning, you must remember that's his first mention. Right throughout scripture, from Genesis right to Revelation, he remains a deceiver, <coughs> he remains an accuser of the brethren. That's his aim. That's the reason why I was created. Okay? You don't see him there in heaven. Please guys, listen to me. You do not see Satan there in heaven. By, by wrong interpretation, according to Isaiah 14 and Ezekiel 28, dispensational interpretation, he becomes the powerful archangel, the cherubim that was in heaven. I don't have time to talk about the archangel and the cherubim. It will amaze you what scripture says about that beings, archangels. I'm just going to say to you something. If you interpret archangel, you interpret like this. What is, what is the job of an angel? To serve us. To serve us. The word angel actually means messenger. Say messenger. Messenger. Angel means messenger. Messenger. What does the word, the word ark mean? A R C H. What is it? Ark. A vessel. It's like a vessel. It's a... Okay. Ark means first. Okay. Arche means first. Okay. So he's the first, not 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 the devil. Yeah. When the Bible talks about archangels, it talks about the first messengers. Yeah. The archangels. Who was the first messenger of God <coughs> in the beginning? First messenger of God, I think Michael. In the beginning. Adam. Oh. But he wasn't an angel. Angel is a messenger. Yeah. Now, Claire Taxes. The word angel means messenger. Okay. Now let's think it. The word angel means messenger. That spiritual being that's in heaven, okay, is not what the Bible refers to as an archangel. Arch means the first angel. The first angelos, the archangelos of God is Adam. Let them have he was send the message. I'm a kingdom carrier. Amen. Do you get that? Mm. Right. So, archangel, archangelos. If you see the devil as archangel, you will be messed up in your theology for life. I'm so <coughs> struggling with that. I was told that over and over again until I read, until I read a book by Carl Baden. Okay. Satan who? Question mark. Satan who? Now, those are things people don't talk about. We, 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 I ask the Lord, when can I speak about that? This kind of speaking, you need to hear God. So, interpretation means, this, this is called first mention interpretation. If it's first mentioned there, it will be always remembered as that. So, if Satan is not the one in the garden, if Satan is not the one that was in the heavens, never was, who is he really? He's the accuser of the brethren. Yes. His job is to diminish the image of God in you mm. by constant attack over and over. First John 3, 8, Therefore, for this reason was the Son of God made manifest. Open up! Sorry, Mary. Open up! <laughs> Open up. Manifest means the lid was taken off. He was made known. Yeah. For this reason, what the Son of God made known to destroy the works of the evil one. Evil one. What's his works? To accuse and to, to bring us down. Exactly. To throw out the image of God in you. Break down the image constantly, battering you all the time, all the time. And then we develop this thing because we don't understand. 
they cry. I'm being bad. I'm being bruised. Amen. Mm -hmm. Become strong. Yeah. That's about interpretation, mm -hmm. right? If you interpret the voice of God as a sound delivery in the Garden of Eden, mm -hmm. then you will always be attached to that sound of God speaking. Mm -hmm. But it's way more than that. Yeah. It's way more than that. So you hear about in Genesis, uh, this word. Still here. Amen. Was it any of us? Hey, you licker dung. God does speak to men quite often, very, very often, quite often. Right? Last week I mentioned to you that. There are different ways that God speaks. He, as Elsby said, He mainly speaks through His Word. Mm. This is the Word of God, right? Yeah. You agree? Yes. This is a book, listen to me. Mm. This is a book that contains the Word of God. Yeah. Everything stated in here is not necessarily true. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Look at Dawn. <laughs> Everything stated in here is not necessarily true. When Satan comes to Jesus, he says, all these kingdoms have been given to me. Is it a lie or is it true? It's a lie. No, no. It's a lie. But it's in here. No. Come on. Yeah, but it's the truth about what was done. But that's the, the, the form, about, no. that's the form that, that, of that, deceit. That's an interpretation. Yeah. Of people have interpreted. When Adam said Adam gave over the earth to him, Adam did not own the earth. Yeah. He was a steward. He was a manager. Yeah. Okay, Michelle? <laughs> now, listen to me. How we interpret scripture determines your perception. Your perception determines your behavior. That's true. If you see things wrong, you're going to yeah. operate wrongly. If you see sin as actions, <coughs> what people do, yes. you're going to say, when the people, when, when, when the, when the, the the papers say the ANC is corrupt, they are corrupt. You're going to say, hey, they committed sin. But they actually did wrong. They are corrupt because of who they are. Yeah. Sin. Yeah. They don't sin because of the desire. Yeah. They sin because of who they are. No, mm -hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go into that. Proceeding word means... Constant speaking of God, constant current present truth levels. What God said that time might not be applicable now. Let me explain. Once a year, the high priest will go into the Holy of Holies, right? And he will take the blood of an animal on behalf of the nation, okay? That, that would speak of the sins they committed. It will be transferred upon the animal. And the animal is slaughtered because life is in the blood. It will catch the life of the animal, which he has become sin now. Animal becomes sin. The high priest takes the blood into the Holy of Holies, presents it to God. And when God accepts it, the nation is forgiven. Right? Yes. Christ comes in. He enters into the Holy of Holies in the heavens. Once with his own blood. And humanity is forgiven for all time. Amen. So what God said then is not applicable now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying to you? Yeah. So you need, you need to learn yeah. how to discern how God speaks. Mm. Yeah. God spoke unto the fathers, the patriarchs, mm -hmm. by the prophets. But in his last word, <coughs> he's speaking to us by the son. We need to come to a heightened understanding of the word of God. Yeah. Christ is called the Word of God made flesh yeah. to dwell amongst us. Yeah. Is that clear? Yeah. The Word is flesh. He became a man. This series is not about you being able to hear God's voice on your own. You can. But this is to heighten your understanding yeah. so you can live accurately representing the image of God. Okay. You see, we talked about we talked about I'm going to a prophetic conference. Nothing against that. Mm -hmm. 
And then they'll teach you how to hear God one, two, three, or point A, point B, point C, point D. I've got good stuff from that. Very good stuff. But those stuff must be brought to a high level of bringing the corporate body Christ into, into the voice of God, which is the Son. So the corporate body can become the exact representation of Genesis 1, 26 to 28. Okay. In Afrikaans, that's a back for. Say something else again? Now. Current spiritual speaking. Current spiritual speaking serves to educate us. The speaking of God involves these three dimensions. Knowledge, understanding, yeah. and wisdom, right? By wisdom, a house is built. Come on. By wisdom, a house is built. By knowledge, a rooms are, her rooms, it's a, it's a figure of speech. Yeah, yeah. By wisdom, a house is built. So who's the house? Us. Yeah. By wisdom, a house is built. By knowledge and understanding, her rooms, her rooms, she, the bride of Christ, are filled with treasures. So speaking of God, ultimately leads to prosperity. You can't say Amen. Say Amen like Michelle says. <laughs> <laughs> my people are destroyed, Isaiah 4 verse 6. My people are destroyed because of a lack, lack of knowledge. <clears throat> Let's interpret that quickly. My people are destroyed because they don't hear me. Yeah. I'm gonna, this is very heavy, this is very heavy, and I'm going to take time to, to bring this over. Hearing the voice of God has to do with dealing or engaging the divine mind, which is much higher than us. Yeah. Isaiah 55, 6 to 8 says, My thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are my ways as God your ways. For as the heavens is above the earth, higher than the earth, so are my ways, my thoughts, higher than your thoughts in your ways. Thank totally. You. It is fast difference. Yes. How far is the sun from the earth? Billions of miles probably. Thousands of miles. Thousands of miles. I don't know what the exact figure. Somebody said it's more than 96,000 miles. And the other side to say, if it's so close, we'll all burn. Exactly. My opinion is this they haven't yet estimated how close the earth is because in the uh, our subclusion is today because it's so vast, yeah. it's so vast that they, they need to have a telescope that they have discovered now, the James Webb telescope. Okay, they, they have discovered that only now they can determine now how far is this from that and that from that. They can only do it now. So we'll hear in the future how far the earth really is from the sun. Yes. What I'm trying to say to you, God says, my thoughts is God. Yes. It's like that about yes. your thoughts. You. So when God speaks to you, guess what? You're not engaging English Afrikaans. No. You're not engaging human intellect. You're engaging divine intellect, godly knowledge, godly philosophy, godly ideas. Come on, people. Mm. It's a difficult to say to say the God. Difficult thing to say to God. Please speak to me because if He speaks, you won't understand a thing. Yeah. Do you think Mary understood when, when, when the angel said to her, "You shall become pregnant"? Mm. When the Holy Ghost overcomes you, she didn't understand it. No way. I don't even think Mary understood it when she became pregnant and delivered the baby. She didn't. Only when she saw the cross. No. Well, she as a mother tried to prevent him dying. It's a son. Yeah. Only when he died. Mary understood. Yeah. Actually, yeah. it's only when Paul comes in with also partial understanding. You understand? Know with also partial understanding of the cross and the Christ. Yeah. <coughs> insight into the death of Christ. Mm. I want to ask you a question. If Jesus, sorry, if Adam never sinned, mm. would the cross have been necessary? No. I doubt it. I don't think so. Because why would he have had to pay for the sin? The sin would have been entered. 
You all agree? No. Why do we make the cross then the centrality of life? No, well, the cross is not the centrality of life because he could have died any other way. If Adam never sinned, the cross would not have been necessary. So what's the first thing of God first? The ultimate aim of God, guys, listen to me. It's not the it's cross. His ultimate aim is Genesis 1 to that let us make men in our right. image after our likeness and let them have dominion. That is his aim. Yes. After right. that, is every, everything after that, listen carefully to me. The cross, the gifts, yes. the apostle, the prophet, the teacher, the tabernacle, everything else yes. is a parenthesis. Yeah. I'm shaking your foundation yeah. because I was shaken. I'm not belittling the cross, guys. Please, please, I'm not no, belittling the no. cross. I'm asking you a question. If Adam never sinned, no. he, he did not need Before forgiveness. If Adam didn't sin, okay, this earth would have been free from sin. What is sin? A lack of the image of God. Amen. Lack of the glory. Yes. <laughs> Adam never sinned. Flowers will never die. No. No. Man never goes. Food will never get rotten. No. Which Hello? Yes. Hmm? You would never age. No. Hello? You yeah. would have all remained vegan. Yep. Yes. Oh, but that's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's too much for me. That's true. Yeah. But you see, sin, sin turns man around completely. Opposite to what God wanted me yeah. to be. It's actually profound if you say that. Because then everything would have just stayed the same and there wouldn't be more people, surely. Please, Jesus comes in Matthew 16 and asks the people who are, I, I, and then they give him an explanation. Peter said, Thou are the Christ. Mm. To make a long story short, after Jesus and him has a conversation and they understand what he was talking about, he tells them this Please, shh, don't tell them that I am the Christ. Mm. We don't go tell the people what they have said now. They won't understand it. Yeah. If Jesus never, if Adam never sinned, Jesus would have been necessary. Mm. Lord God yeah. would never have become Christ. Yeah. With all due respect to the cross. Yeah. And by the way, the cross is the entrance point into your relationship with God. It's not everything, it's the door. Yes. Yeah. It, so we come and we admire the door. Oh, this is a six foot, six foot, six by eight foot door, whatever. It's cold room and everything. It's Ambuya or Estrada and everything. We admire the door. The more you admire the door, the less you know the house. Mm -hmm. Can I put it in another way? The more you admire the fear <coughs> of your town, and the splendor. Okay, let's okay, let's have video for you. Mm. Right? You go to the Renaissance Hotel in Cape Town. You go to the front. It's stunning. On the inside. And you're just standing there. All the marble, all the gold, all the stone. You can marvel the excellency. Right? But please. You can stand forever. And talk about the architecture of the foyer. And never know it's a, it's a hotel. Yeah, true. Okay? Yeah. I rest my case. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah. So the voice of God is a person. Mm -hmm. I'm saying it again. The voice of God is a person. Yes. Mm -hmm. In John chapter 1, verse mm -hmm. 10. Let us read it together. So the Bible wouldn't have also been necessary. Yes. The Bible says. Would have stopped there on the third page. On the third. Yeah. <laughs> but let me say this: we don't know what would have happened after that. It would have been case closed. They represent me completely. And then, then the next level of representation comes in. Mahatma will say something that make them. It made me so angry when I thought about it. I told myself, this guy is right. Now I'm going says this word. John? Revelation chapter 3. John? 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 
John 1 verse 10. Let's read Revelation. John 1 verse 10. Revelation chapter 1 verse 10. Revelation. Hello. I want to show you the Revelation 1 verse 10. Sorry, man. If something is, I mix up. I can mix up every now and then. I'm married to Mary. <laughs> I'm not meaning that badly. Well, she, she perceiving she, it badly. She breathing light every now and then. Revelation 1 verse 10. Listen to this. 1 verse 10. John, on the Isle of Patmos, yeah. right, says this word, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. You have to go home and look at that yourself. I'm not going to talk about it. And heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. Listen to the definitions here. Listen to the, to the, the allegorical language here, the figure of speech here. And heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. I don't know how you get this together. Michelle, a great voice! Sound of a trumpet! I cannot, I cannot figure it out. And saying the voice of <coughs> I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest, write in a book, and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Seven churches, okay? Says it. And then he says, I turn to see the voice that spoke to me. I turn to see the voice that spoke to me, right? And being turned, I saw seven gold, seven golden candles. Remember the allegory. <coughs> There's a voice behind him, like the sound of a trumpet. He turns around and sees a golden candle. This is spiritual language. He sees a golden candlestick. Then he explains, and in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girded above with the peps of a golden girdle. His hair and his his head and his hairs were white as wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like flaming fire. You can read it further. Yeah. I want to explain this to you now. He says, huh? He says, I heard a voice. You were standing alone on an island, vanished. Yeah. You were standing, and I heard a voice like a trumpet behind me. When he says curiosity or not, he turns around, does not see a person. When you hear a voice, you expect to see a person. This guy sees a golden candlestick. Question. What does the golden candlestick represent? Seven golden candlesticks, wasn't it? Yeah. One golden candlestick with seven, seven different branches. Mm. Branches. Branches, yeah. <coughs> the candlestick represents the church. The candlestick represents the church of Jesus Christ. Okay? Okay. The message is to the seven churches. There's seven globes. Lights on the candlestick, seven flames on the candlestick, and in the middle of the can, in the midst of the candlestick, stands the Lord Jesus Christ. Picture is this: He's not standing behind, standing in the middle of it. So He is in the church. Amen. That's Revelation, guys. Yes. The Book of Revelation is all about Christ. Yeah. Okay. So when he sees the golden candlestick, he sees Christ, and the candlestick represents Christ in you. Come on. Okay. Have you heard that? Mm -mm. Have you heard that silence around the table now? Mm -mm. It's God speaking. Mm -hmm. Right now, when he turned and looks at the candlesticks, when he turns. What does he turn for? To see the voice. Listen to yes. the terminology. To see the voice. Okay, at that time they didn't write like we would have written today. Today we would say he heard a voice like a trumpet. He heard a trumpet sound and he turned around to see where the sound was coming from. That's what we would say. <coughs> this terminology says he turned around to see the voice. So I can ask you, can you see a voice? What? How? How do you recognize a voice? Hearing. hearing. Sound. Hearing. So his hearing was tweaked, and he turned to see what 
causes the sound. What? And you try to discern what is this. But the Bible is filled with what is this. This was the proceeding word coming forth from heaven. Explaining to this man alone on an aisle what is about to take place. Right? Wrong. He is not telling the future. He is telling the current reality of Christ in the church. That is what Revelation is all about. If you are interpreting Revelation with the beast, the false prophet, the Antichrist, you know, and all those dragons that fly around, blah, blah, blah. And that's not the main thing. The main thing is one thing. The revelation of Jesus Christ. If you go to the book of Revelation, it starts like this. This is the revelation of Jesus Christ. Okay. So, I'm not trying to show you the Son speaks. God speaks to the Son. Therefore, he has handed us over to apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, and pastors to teach us what the Son is all about. Right, now, let's get into this. Into this real stuff now. Can anybody ask, answer me? Besides you. What does the word sight mean? Sight. Sight. Mm -hmm. sight. What does it mean? To see. Yeah. Vision. Vision. To see. What do you say, Michelle? Some. To perceive? <laughs> <laughs> to see. Sight means to see. Vision. You're right. <clears throat> Can I give you the definition of sight according to present truth proceeding word? Mm -hmm. Sight means the ability to hear God. Mm. Sight means the ability to hear. Please write it down. You're not going to get it in the dictionary. You're not going to get it in Dr. Google. You're not going to get it in Wikipedia. Sight means the ability to hear God. Mm. Now, if sight is the ability to hear God, what does insight mean? To have your relational knowledge. <laughs> One of the levels of sight, insight is to have revelation knowledge. Mm. But the heightened level, you must remember sight and insight are together. Yeah. Right? Sight means you have, you have ability to hear God. Mm. Insight means you look into mm. what you saw. Okay. Natural, that's what the word means. If you take it, if you call Kosa or Zulu, everyone listen to the pronunciation of, of so-called black people. They talk, we, we talk about management, right? Mm. They don't talk about management, they talk about management. Mm. And that's fun because they have been taught to pronounce it as you see. So they see man, age, man. Mm. We see management. Mm. Okay. Now, when you do that, exactly what you see, mm. you, can, you can produce your own dialect. What God you cannot see what you see. No. What God you must see, what He wants you to see. No. Sight means the ability to hear God. Insight means being able to put what you heard into practice. It's obedience. In sight means the ability to hear God. Insight means to take what you heard and put it into practice. Obedience. Obedience. Now, I want to show you something today that uh, I might take longer than I normally take. Okay. Uh, and you must, I want you to learn this, please. I want you to learn this. I'm in the process of typing this out, that type, or I type like this. Write it and give it to me, I'll type so it out. Thank you. That's why I was saying that. Next two years. You catch it. That's why I was saying that. I was saying this. That somebody can sell that thing. That's prophetic action. You fell for it. Don't worry. Don't worry. You'll get it. Now listen to me. I was busy with, with, with the voice of God, and I have I have multiple courses that I can go to. I went to that, and then I heard in my spirit, you are giving the people where I was. But I don't know if that happens to you. Mm -hmm. When that happens to me, I stop. Where God was. Yeah. 
And Ana Bonka is this thing about the presence of the Lord. Ana Bonka says the presence of the Lord is a the symbol of the presence of the Lord is a dove. And then he asks the question: when the dove leaves, what is left? And then this German said, you only get doves dung. <laughs> but not so nice. In Venice, you don't get the dove. <laughs> and I said to him, I said, yeah, if I'm busy with that now where you was, then I'm busy with doves dung. Yeah. And I'm done with dung. Paul said, Alles out I can say what drink. Not a nice, not a nice teaching, but it's very, very What what's the word you just use now? Drek. Down. Oh. Down. I've never heard that before. 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 I've to develop us, to change us from one level to the other level. From one level to the other level to the other level. And with God, if you don't pass one level, it takes you back to where you started on a level. Yeah. Until you learn. Yeah. Oh, that's God. So if you don't hear Him, it's your problem, not God's problem. Yeah. But after the day, if you don't hear Him, He moves on. You need to learn. Yes. Absolutely. I'm saying that after the day, the voice of God, when God speaks, and you don't hear Him, you must learn. Yeah. Study. Yeah. Study to show yourself approved. 2 Timothy 2, 15. Study to show yourself approved. A workman able to rightly divide the word of yeah. truth. And God. The dividing of the word is happening at the moment on different levels. Mm -hmm. Right? Can I quickly just give you an understanding of what prophecy means? I don't know. No one say amen. I'm not going to. But you'll do it anyway. I'm going to do it. <laughs> you want to know what prophecy means? Of course. <laughs> prophecy, basically, is the communi communicating agency of God that is put in man in the beginning. Okay. Mm. Prophecy wasn't designed to say, Thus say the Lord. Mm. Prophecy was designed to hear from the inside yeah. and do it on the outside. That's prophecy. Mm. And the nutshell is present truth prophetic levels. Okay? Sight is the ability to hear God, insight is the being able to hear what you heard. Yeah. Now, the voice of God <coughs> is all encompassing sight. The voice of God is all encompassing sight. Because when you enter into communication with God, you hear him speak, you receive sight into certain things, and that sight later on becomes all-encompassing in that dimension. That subject is spoke to you about. If God speaks to you about marriage, and you focus on what God said to you, all-encompassing knowledge concerning marriage becomes your portion. Mm, yes. All-encompassing sight in marriage, in the voice of God, becomes your relative knowledge to succeed in marriage. God speaks to you concerning money. Money. That word that God gave you concerning money becomes for you all-encompassing sight concerning money because we don't tie when God speaks to you you need to learn to discern the strategies the knowledge the philosophies the understanding the ideologies that's locked into that into that word is given you it's not just us say the word we cannot remain where we were Maybe stagnant. Mm. Louise, would you like Ethan to remain seven, eight years old? 
Would you say, Mary? He would like to have dwarfs. Never, mm. never grow up. Just stay three. You <laughs> will have to. Leave. Yeah, but then you yeah, have you a three nature you also. You like the bum all the time. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. No, no potty no. training. No, must no, no, be potty training. No, don't think. But they mustn't go. Don't get on the subject. Of <laughs> now, now, I want to show you something about hearing God. Genesis chapter three, verse eight. I've spoken about this, but I want to show you something that's in heaven. Genesis 3 8. From the end to the beginning. And so the day This subject, this subject, <coughs> you can use it in the voice of God. To see the end from the beginning. The voice of God, you can say, to see the end there, from the end, the beginning. I don't want to throw you in and reach you up and, and hurt your brain. Because we're never like to get you and your brain is hurt, it's going to eat, eat it. No, it's fine. I'll just to interpret it later. Now, for now, we to learn and say, oh, this is what it's going to happen. Okay, you get it. So just go. Go for it. Genesis 3 was 8. After men sinned, okay? But I'm going to give you an idea about this now, which, you, which will amaze you. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden. Listen to the terminology. And they heard, yes. they heard yes. the Lord God walking yeah. in the garden. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In the cool of the day. Yeah. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. Let's let's leave that out. Adam and his wife. We're gonna focus on and they heard the Lord God walking. The word heard there is interesting. The word heard them we give a scripture reference of the word heard in, in Genesis and some other portions. Genesis 3 10 that we are it now. Genesis 18 verse 10 it's about hearing heard, hearing okay Genesis 24 52 by going too fast have you got it down? I'll go I think it was 10. Okay. Genesis 24 verse 52. It's all about hearing. This what? 24 verse? 52. 52. Genesis 37 verse 17. 37 verse? This is easy to find. 17. 17. This is easy to find. It's not that I, I know the scriptures. It's, it's in the concordance. Yes, yes. Right. Genesis 37 verse 17. Genesis 42 verse 2. If we're interested, we're going to Exodus chapter 2, verse 15, 1 Samuel 7, 28, Exodus, Exodus 2, verse 15, Exodus 2, verse 15, right, then, 1 Samuel 17, verse 28, 28, 2 Samuel 11, 25, 11, 25, right, and Isaiah 9, verse 6, Isaiah 9 verse 6. Now you might not find the word heard in all of them. Look at the context of the yeah. meaning here. Okay, yeah. right now. The word here, the references here means to, to listen with undivided attention. That's what the word and the word of the Lord God walking. They listened with undivided attention. You cannot listen with undivided attention unless something is interesting to you. So the walking or the meeting with God was of interest to Adam and Eve. Come on. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It also means, it means the, 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 the Hebrew word is the word Shama. Not <coughs> Shama like in presence. Shama. S-H-A-M-A. Because it's associated with the presence of God. The hearing of God is associated with the presence of God. Right? You see how voice takes on a different meaning, huh? When I hear God, I actually encounter His presence, although nothing manifests. 
around me. Hearing God means this word Yerushama means hearing in order to obey what I heard. It's interesting now. Hearing in order to obey what I heard. It also means listening with intended obedience. You listen and the reason why you listen is because of this. I want to do what I heard. Intended obedience. So this word hearing God has to do ultimately with understanding. Understanding. It has to, it has to do with the concept of obedience. Okay? The concept of obedience. It also means to pay attention, <coughs> to give heed to what you hear. To pay attention to the conversation at hand yeah. that you are busy with now. The word Shama also means to interpret so as to hear the sound. Now when you hear, when you hear a voice, right? It is your ear that hears the sound. This the system, right? The system here. With all the tubes in one tube basically, travels to your brain, okay? And your ear hears a sound. Your nerve system takes it to the brain and your brain interprets what you heard. Yeah. So hearing God ultimately has to do with interpretation. Yeah. What you hear. Say hearing God, hearing hearing God. God. is interpreting, is interpreting. Superlative, knowledge. superlative knowledge. The voice of God is encountering another realm of understanding, knowledge and wisdom. Is it okay with you guys? Yes. Yeah. It is not just, I heard God speak. You are standing you are standing between two realms when you hear God speak. You are standing on the earth, the natural, but you're also encountering the heavens coming down to you. And at that moment, at that moment, you are in a vortex. A vortex. V-O-R-T-E-X. Vortex. Vortex. A gateway. A door. A valve. A portal. So hearing God is... I'm opening myself up as a portal for him to engage my natural circumstances. Hearing God is a subject, guys. Not just about one, two, three. Hearing God is a subject that produces you to understand eternity. Yes. And eternity is a person. Okay, man. This word Shama, hearing God, also means to come together as in a meeting. Coming together as in a meeting. There was no meeting here before we came here, right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. But coming together at the David's address produced a meeting. Yeah. So the voice of God actually yeah. is coming together. Yeah. Meeting style. Yes. Are you listening? Yes. Coming together in a kind of a meeting. Yes. Two realms come together. When you hear God, two realms come together. Say two realms. Two, two realms. realms come together. Amen. That's the hearing of God. Hearing the voice of God. It is, it is encountering life from another realm. And that realm needs understanding to manifest upon the earth. Understand to explain this. And they heard the Lord God walking. Right? The word walking there is not one step of the other. They heard the Lord God walking in the what? The cool of the day. The word cool there means substance. It's not shade or in the afternoon. The word cool there means substance. Reality took place. When, when God and Adam forget sin now. This happened after they sinned. Okay? But this was what happened before they sinned as well. Right. When God came and met with Adam, two realms met. And that meeting together produced substance. And out of the substance... Man presented God. Yeah. Oh, Amen. Hear me good today. 
out of the meeting, out of the hearing of God walking, they now encountered divine revelation. Yes. And in that revelation, when they turned away from that revelation, they had substance to perform Genesis 1.26. This was the custom, or you can say this was the customary meeting between God and man. That's yeah, yeah. what God meant, meant to be. Okay, dear? This was a custom coming together. It was the order of the day with God and Adam coming together, God and man. It was a normal practice. It was a tradition. A tradition is a thing that you do over and over again. It was a habit yeah. of God coming to meet with Adam, Adam coming to meet with God. Come on. That is our design. Meeting with God and live out of the meeting. Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. Have you ever said now? Did you hear? Did you hear? Yes. That to me is what the prophetic is all about. So it was like an explosion yes. that took place when yes, God yes, and Adam yes. meet because heaven meets earth. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Do you hear? Yes. Yeah. You like so? You like so interested? You like so I'm so expression I see the voice. I'm seeing the voice yeah. of God. Mm. This is what happens when you. Oh, I never knew that. You see, when you go to a conference that talks about the voice of God, you don't hear this stuff. No. You go for counsel, you go for advice. No. You go because you want God to speak to you like this. That's not what the voice of God really means. And that's no. what prophecy. Prophecy is not that say the Lord, guys. No. No. I love this. I mean, I'm taking you deep, deep, deep today. This is not the realm of church. Church don't talk this. And I can tell you, there are many prophetic conferences. Doesn't even touch, am I right, Elsabi? Yeah. But doesn't even touch this realm. Yes. But don't talk about this. So we need, to start, about we need to start putting one out that does. <laughs> it's going to attract the people. God spoke to me Tuesday. Put this together and teach my people how to engage me as they were supposed to engage me in the beginning. Now, I'm waiting for Brian and Mr. So, what I'm asking now is then, it was then, it was, uh, if it was a custom regarding meet Adam and Eve in the garden, heaven and earth uh, colliding, mm. so it was supposed to be for us to be us exactly. supposed to have that same thing. It never yes. yes. certainly would have been done all the time. Yes. 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 Nothing, you must remember, God is waiting for us at Genesis 1 to 6. Mm. He's waiting. He says, I'm waiting for you to come back. And this God, I shall, I don't want you, has enormous patience. Yeah. Oh, enormous yeah. patience. Yeah, yes, <laughs> we, didn't, we wouldn't be here anymore. Mm. His patience doesn't run thin. Yeah. His patience grows with your understanding. Yeah. Mm. But that's it. Everything else makes sense now. Yeah. That's what my son was saying now that he's come and he's had this absolute explosion. With God. He said it literally felt like a bolt of lightning that he did. And he said, you know, why in these years when he knew that it would happen and he just kept on going. Now that he understands what God really wants of him, it blows him away. He says, can't believe that God has been so patient with him. Okay, I'll try and bring it up. Michelle, you can talk to us, I'll tell us, okay? What's your most favorite scripture in the Bible? What's your word? What's your most favorite scripture in the Bible? And prepare yourself, I might ask you as well. Yeah, I, don't know. I, know, I know what mine is. I know what mine is. I don't like it. Looking for a scripture now. Tell me what it is. 
Ça va il est tout Ça me montre le nom. Alors, c'est votre scripture. 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 C'est votre My favorite scripture was John 3.16, for God so loved the world. Because I got to explain how he loves the world. The word world is not the Arab world. It's the systems of government. Right? And he gave his system of government to some. And I loved it. When I learned that without Genesis 1.26, you wouldn't understand the scripture. I realized this is true. Until you come to the understanding of Genesis 1.26, Let us make men. You will never understand the ultimate purpose of God for your life. The ultimate purpose of God for our lives is not to go to heaven. The ultimate purpose of God. So? Not for you to go to heaven. The ultimate purpose of God creating the heavens and the earth is not for Christ to come and die for you. He died because that of the sin. Until we go back, until we go back to the beginning of the beginning. Hear what I'm saying to you. Now to be until we go back to the beginning of the beginning, where the beginning began, you will never understand the purposes of God. The first verse of scripture, Genesis 1, right? Mm. In the beginning, God yeah. created the heavens and the earth. Yeah. It's not the first scripture in the mind of God. The first mm. verse of scripture mm. is John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was for our God. Mm. Unless there was word, yes. the beginning could not begin. Yes. Yes. Everything was created by the word. Amen. The reason why we are where we are today because we have been fed wrong information. Therefore, we all church. I was addressed by God. Three years for me. Three years for me to realize. I'm okay, more than three years. It's only one verse. Could never understood what God said to me. There's a new church on the horizon. I never understood that. Mm. God said to me, there's a new church on the road. Before we moved to, from Boxburg to Cape Town, mm. I had this in my mind. There's a new church on the horizon. Mm. Done. Later on, God began to deal with me what is meaning. Yeah. I had to do research, I had to learn, Michelle, I had to go and learn, Aliyana. I had to go and learn, I had to go and do research on why God said to me there's a new church on the horizon. I couldn't understand it. And to be, to be, to be true to you, I'm beginning to grasp it now. I am like in kindergarten. The crash stuff when it comes to this new church on the horizon because the word church does not appear in scripture. Yeah. Yana, say for your mom, I'll take a rest word. Mommy, say mommy. The word kerk. Say it for her. It's not in the Bible, it's not in the Bible, it's not in the Bible. But it's not in the Bible, it's not in the Bible. The word kerk is not in the Bible, the people. Sorry. No, why are you saying so? No. The truth is the truth, and you can't undo it. Now, LTV. That is one strain of the prophetic God has restored me. Mm. To bring the right thing to the front. Mm. Yeah. 
Mira, de sete mano, así para strong, 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 de sete, de sete, strong. Anda, field school from. Zo zeg het dan, allergemeren. Hij ziet me hier. Je zijn een dronk. Ik zei, je ik zei, je is vrij dronk. Hij zei, dat is oké. Morgenochtend is ik nuchter. En jij nog altijd lelijk zo met die grenieren. That's how you interpret things. Yes, Remember, absolutely. the voice of God comes to you so you can interpret things right. Yeah. I know I took you deep, but I need to end this one. Okay, this is a. Should I go on? Yeah. Yes. Remember, coming together, hearing God speaks about the meeting. Mm-hmm. That's why I ended it. Speaks about a meeting coming together. Yeah. Supernatural coming together with the natural. Yeah. The voice of God is a, is a vortex. Yeah. The voice of God is a vortex. It's a gateway. Yeah. Now, now let me explain to you what the vortex yeah. means. The only way I can explain to you about a vortex is how many of you know about Star Trek? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Mrs. Plotkin, okay, ugly creatures. Yeah. You know, they, 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 some of the scenes. There comes a, a water circle, yes. like a mirror. Yeah. A water with a frame and out, and there's that water going up and down. Yeah. There, and you see this person. Teleport. Yeah. yeah. This person coming standing next to this this vortex, this water thing, and then they step through this vortex and they appear in another dimension. Dimension, yeah. Remember, when you hear the voice of God, the word heard means a meeting place. This is very important. We need to wait until this order. I'm not saying you can do this order, but lights came on and what you intended to do, you did. I hear the Father say that I say. Look at the process. I hear, I develop understanding, and then I say it. Come on. And then it says, What I see, sight the Father do, that I do. That's the process. That's the divine destiny of men to live out of God. Yeah. I love church. That is the voice of God. Genesis 2.15, Genesis 2.19. You remember? Coming together with God was a custom, mm-hmm. was an order of the day, it was practice, it was habit, it was, you can say tradition, you can actually call it religion. Pure religion. It was a meeting when God speak. Okay, fine? This coming together in a meeting, God comes and God shares his ideas with men. Yeah. He shares his intellect with men. Now listen, we're using terminology that's not used in the divine realm. The word intellect doesn't, doesn't appear in the divine context of God. But God says, your intellect is not my intellect. Yeah. Okay. This coming together produced behavioral patterns for lifestyle. This voice of God coming together. Out of this coming together, this man, mankind had to learn how to act in the daily life they lived. Genesis 2.19 God brought the animals to Adam and the wording is like this, to see what Adam would call them. To see what Adam would call them. So God brought... Do something, use my own stuff. I don't want to put that back because it disappeared. <laughs> so God brought the animal to Adam to see what Adam would call this. Now how would Adam see this? Adam looked at this thing here. He looked at it. But 
The reality of the thing was not in the thing. The reality of the thing was in God. So where did Adam had to look? To God. He had to look inside God. That's where the purpose of this thing was. That's where the purpose of this thing was locked in the mind of God. And only by looking into the mind of God, only by seeing God brought the animal to see, God would see what he would see in order to call that animal. Sight and sound. Coming together produce a meeting. In this meeting, there's strategic intelligence planning that takes place. So when they came together, God brought the animal to Adam. Inside God was a strategic purpose for this thing. And he could not find it in the surroundings. He had to look into God. He looks into God, he finds it. He sees it in God. And then he develops an understanding of what he sees. And after the understanding, then he prophesies. You and I are prophetic beings. When God comes together with Adam, listen good to me. Comes together with Adam, God speaks. Adam. In that meeting with Adam, what it was loaded with apostolic architecture. When God came together with Adam, in that meeting, they walked, they heard the Lord God walking. And in that hearing, that cool of the day, there was apostolic architecture designed for lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Yes. In that meeting was prophetic insight to look into things in order to grasp what it really is. In that meeting, coming together with God, there was pastoral care. How to take care of your lifestyle on your own. In that meeting, there was teaching intuition coming together. So that man can tell what is in God and teach the surroundings the image of God. Come on. In that meeting was evangelistic outreach. In that meeting, God coming together with men, there was evangelistic outreach. And it wasn't, it wasn't uh, to go out and win souls, mainly. It was there to go and multiply the image of God all around us. The Bible is filled with the patterns of the godly dimension of God speaking to us. The Bible is filled with that. Read Isaiah chapter 2. The glory of God will attract the nations to where the glory is. And where is the glory supposed to be? Yes. In the church. I'm using the word church because we used it. I was supposed to say to you, the glory resides in the ecclesia. Mm. <clears throat> I speak about ecclesia because we're learning about that. Uh, preaching, talking about ecclesia. My question is, I don't see that yet. Mm. Right, now, there must be an order in the day. This is the ultimate plan of God. Where man and God comes together in the cool of the day that creates substance for lifestyle. Mm. Yes. Coming together, listen now, the coming together of God to the voice of God, man coming together, <coughs> Produced a seamless collaboration. Mm. Seamless collaboration. I know nothing about textiles. My mother was an overlocking designer, something like that. When they would take one piece of a garment, when they would take one piece of a garment and put it together, right? They would do it so good. That when you look at that garment piece, you think this is one piece. Mm. Yeah, actually, there's two pieces coming together. Do you see what seamless collaboration means? Mm. And his name shall be called? 
Svimno skole Emmanuel God with us His name shall be called Emmanuel God God with us seamless collaboration it must be so well done knitting with God you are so knitted with God God is on the scene look look God is in the neighborhood that's the voice of God Adam was designed to see the thoughts the plans the patterns resident in God just like Moses in Noah saw the patterns and the plans. David saw patterns and plans. Solomon saw patterns and plans. Herod saw patterns and plans. But it's amazing when Herod's temple is built and Jesus comes on the scene, looks at the temple and says, not one stone shall be resting on one group, on another stone in this place. And after he said that, listen to me, Matthew 23, he turned around and never went to the temple again. Matthew 23. He says, just read the whole chapter, Matthew 23. It is a prophetic utterance, not of what things to come, it what was happening in the day. He looked at the temple of Herod and said these words Not one stone shall be left on one another. And they told, he talks about destroying. <coughs> Wasn't talking about the story. He's talking, he was talking about an inaccurate representation of the image of God. Mm, yes. And after he said that, what he does? Here's the temple standing, right? Mm. He says, No stone shall be left one upon the, the other. Yeah, it will be destroyed. Mm. And what does he do? He turns his back mm. upon that structure. Why is it so? operative and walks away from it. Mm. Right now God is turning his back, not turning his back, he has turned his back upon church structures that yeah. does not represent him. Yeah. Hear me good now. Church structures as we know it yeah. does not represent him. Excellent. I'm studying personally the word ecclesia. I want to know what he meant. Mm. I will build my ecclesia. <clears throat> the word ecclesia means a group of people coming together mm. <laughs> with legitimate purposes mm. of divine government. Hello, hello, yeah. church. You clap your songs and you sing hallelujah, hallelujah, and you dance and you sing that song. There is no legitimate government taking place. Mm. I'm just saying that. Mm. Mm. When the sick is healed in a meeting, there's no legitimate government of God taking place. Legitimate government of the Christ is enforcing why he came to restore the kingdom. Well, I'm done for the day. Mm. Is it all? I'm done. You and I were designed to look into God all the time and discover strategies for lifestyle. Brian has a, I don't know if he still has it, but he has a little window that he designed. I looked at it and I said to myself some years ago, I said to myself, sure, this thing needs the market. I told him he must patent it. I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. But that was looking into the mind of God, taking out the design and producing it. I think in that window when you design, you can't get in from the outside. No matter how you try. Alright? Now that window is vulgar garden. It doesn't have vulgar garden in it, but it is it, it repels the thieves. That window that is repels the thieves, they cannot come near because they 